Hello, everyone, and welcome into Senior Living Live. My name is Melissa. I hope you are having a fantastic day today. Uh, in our ongoing commitment to help you navigate uh, senior living seamlessly or as seamlessly as possible, I'd like to introduce you today to a very special man. His name is Ben Green. He is the COO of Insurance Advantage. Ben, nice to see you today. How are you? Melissa, how are you doing? Great to see you. Yeah, I am doing great. And we are so fortunate to have you share your knowledge with us on a number of topics, really. Uh, we will see uh, quite a few videos uh, with you as the lead character because you are an expert on many topics as it relates to senior living. And today we're going to take a deep dive into long-term care insurance. But before we do that, Ben, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yep. So uh, born and raised in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Um, and I uh, went to Went to Morehouse uh, for my, my BA in finance, went to University of South Carolina uh, for, my, for my MBA and um, started up the company about 11 years ago. And we, we, sort, of, um, we sort of migrated from, from the Affordable Care Act plans where our, our, a lot of our clients were actually turning 65. So they needed help with Medicare and then started needing help with social security planning, uh, you know, annuities, life insurance and long-term care, which we're here to talk about today. And uh, we're really happy to be able to serve folks um, really across the country. We obviously help a lot of folks in the Southeast, but we've now, we're now sort of spreading across the country, um, helping folks and, and our help is, help is free. And I'm really proud to be uh, the regional director for the Financial Education Partnership, which is a nonprofit that provides financial literacy across the country. And so I uh, really wanna just thank you for having me on. It's a, it's a great pleasure and an honor to be on with you. Yeah, and it's, it's an honor to have you here with us. I mean, you've already shared your, your knowledge with us about Medicare, so we've got that video. And you can uh, head over to www.seniorlivinglive.com to catch that video. And you will have more topics, as you mentioned, life insurance, social security benefits, uh, retirement. Um, and then, as you said, today we will discuss long-term care insurance. So what exactly is that, Ben, and who is it designed for? Yeah, so... Uh Long-term care, Melissa, it's, uh, it's insurance that helps to uh, cover the cost of skilled nursing facility care, um, home health care, or nursing home care, which has been in the, you know, been a, obviously a really hot topic in the news, uh, especially in the last year with COVID. Um, and, um, and it's insurance that's designed to cover those costs that are not covered by health insurance, Medicare, or by Medicaid. And we can talk a little bit about who qualifies for, for Medicaid? Uh, the, the answer is a lot of folks do not qualify for Medicaid. So we can talk about that as well. Yeah, wow, I, I, I didn't realize that. And and again, I mean, uh, so so the viewers range from all ages here, but but people who are clicking on this are probably those who are just taking, dipping their toe in and just trying to figure out ways to, to pay for care or to pay for senior living. So uh, what is the best way that someone can calculate the amount of coverage that they think they might need? Because long-term care insurance is all about forward thinking. And does health history play a, a role in terms of cost? Yep, so there, there are a, a few free websites out there. There's one with uh, Genworth, if you kind of uh, Google Genworth and the cost of care, for example, they have uh, different resources on how much it costs. But typically speaking, Typically speaking, you're looking at you know, about $4,000 per month for, uh, for a home health care uh, aid, for example, uh, maybe about $6,000 or $7,000 per month for a skilled nursing facility. 
And if you're if you're going into a full-blown uh, nursing home, uh, and especially if you uh, have to go into memory care, for example, you have some dementia issues or Alzheimer's issues, you know, that cost of care can be anywhere from, you know, $7,000 a month up to about $12,000 per month. So it really, really depends on um, a number of factors. Uh, sometimes it uh, depends on luck. Uh, sometimes it depends on your, you know, your family sort of uh, uh, history and, and health history. Um, uh, sometimes it depends on, uh, on, on, uh, on gender. Um, overall, there's a 70% chance that you are going to need some sort of long-term care, uh, especially if you live to be 65 years old. If you hit 65 years old, your, your chances of going into long-term care are extremely high. Uh, your chances of living to be at least 85 years old male or female are really high. And uh, one out of four of us, if we hit 65, we're gonna probably hit 90 years old at least. Uh, and so uh, those chances are all high. Uh, more women versus men go into long-term care uh, based on uh, just kind of the law of averages. And um, you know, it, you can stay in there typically for about uh, 24 to 36 months, so two to three years. So if you're, you know, if you're trying to plan and you're, you're looking at, you know, Two or three years in long-term care facility, and the average cost is seven or eight thousand dollars per year. You can do the math; it's a lot of money. You know, two or three hundred thousand uh, dollars you can potentially plan for, for in cost. And, and we always uh, say that long-term care insurance is not going to be the full solution typically, but it may be forty or fifty percent of uh, of what you sort of plan for in terms of those costs. Sure. And, and those are some great statistics that you gave. I mean, we are really living a lot longer these days without question. Yes. Um, but it's, again, all of this is, is about forward thinking and what you think you might need. So I can't imagine somebody's coming to you at the age of 20 thinking of long-term care insurance. So what are the age ranges that you're, you're kind of looking at here for, for people who are coming in looking for this? And does it get harder as you age to, to lock down this kind of insurance? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, great questions, Melissa. So we actually um, we actually do have some 20-year-olds, some 26-year-olds that have come to us looking for uh, long-term care coverage because they've seen it happen, not with their parents necessarily, but with their grandparents. And so uh, we, we, uh, we're really, we're serving folks anywhere from, you know, age 25 up to about age 75 is typically the cap in terms of us being able to find some you know, semi-affordable um, uh, long-term care insurance for you. And um, depending on what your, your age is, uh, you know, if you're a 26-year-old, 27-year-old person up to, you know, 60 years old, 65, and you don't have a lot of health issues, we, um, we typically can, you know, find like a, a hybrid type of solution um, that includes life insurance plus uh, long-term care, uh, sort of a use it or lose it, uh, um, sort of a non-use it or lose it solution where if you're, uh, if you don't use the long-term care coverage, your family's going to get some, some life insurance. Um, for, uh, for other folks that are younger, sometimes it's, it's a little bit cheaper um, to be able to, to uh, use that type, type of a hybrid solution. Um, and we also, have, uh, we also have some standalone solutions for folks that may be a little bit older, um, uh, where they can at least get some of their money back um, and not, uh, but not participate in all the growth of the money if they don't use the, up the long-term care uh, coverage. So there, there are a lot of different options that are available. It really all depends on your age, your budget, and your health. Yeah, and now that you say that, 
I'm going to have to make a separate phone call to you because I am way behind the eight ball at this point. If, if you have, uh, you know, 20, 30 year olds that are coming in looking for this. But as you said, it, and it, there's some experience that goes along with that. And there's a reason why they're coming to you, because as you said, they've seen it. Um, and for someone maybe like myself, I, I haven't really seen it with family members or haven't gone through that yet, but it is absolutely something that we should all be thinking about um, as we get older, starting in our 20s. It's a great thing to have just to say that you have it. And if you ever need it, um, it's there. Uh, so speaking of that, and you kind of touched on this with a hybrid insurance, but when it comes to long-term care insurance, Ben, is it a use it or lose it situation? So that's a great question. Uh, I'd like to share you know, a quick slide with you here. So there, there are basically three types of, of long-term care insurance. So there, there's standalone care, which is standalone insurance, which is what everyone was sort of used to at least about 20 years ago, 20, uh, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, where you could buy a policy. And if you use the policy for long-term care insurance, great. If you did not use that, that care insurance policy, kind of went out the window. So uh, use it or lose it, you, you either you know, use it or you, you lose all the money. Uh, what's become a lot more popular now are hybrid policies where you can get life insurance that includes a, a long-term care insurance rider. Um, and the rider, the rider kicks in, that insurance kicks in if you cannot perform six of the activities of daily living. And they include things like bathing, cooking, transferring, or even walking uh, an incontinence issue, for example. Um, and so those, those policies are really, are really good uh, and they're really, they become really popular because you can um, utilize them uh, for, for life insurance and even for chronic conditions uh, like cancer, for example, uh, as well. So really, uh, really good uh, policies that are available. And there are dozens of carriers, uh, insurance carriers now that provide those types of hybrid policies. The standalone ones, there are only a few left really in the entire marketplace. Um, and then the other type of long-term care insurance that people really need to watch out for is uh, reimbursement, reimbursement policies, which are okay, versus indemnity policies. Um, uh, if, if you can, we prefer the indemnity type policies where you, um, you get paid the, the, the money. So for example, if you sign up for a plan and it's going to give you $6,000 per month, you get that money, uh, you receive that, that $6,000 per month versus having to send in receipts uh, for your skilled nursing facility or for your nursing home that may only be, for example, you know, $4,200 or $5,000. If you have an indemnity type of uh, long-term care plan, you get that full $6,000 or $10,000 per month and you can utilize that money uh, really in any way you see fit. Excellent information. Very, very good information there. Um, so if, if somebody is in their, say their forties, and they, they took out one of these insurance policies, maybe it's the standalone. Um, as they age or get older, can someone add benefits to a current long-term care insurance policy? That's a, that's a great question. And the answer is no, unfortunately. Because you at 40 uh, or you at 50, you're different in terms of your health, typically speaking, then you're gonna be at 60 or 65. And so um, just like the life insurance, you typically are going to have to, you know, do all the, the medical underwriting again. They want to take a look at your, your, uh, your medical records, your, you know, what prescriptions you're taking, uh, even, even your, uh, your driving record, actually, and um, kind of rewrite that policy for you for long-term care. 
Gotcha. And as we look at these three types of different insurance, uh, long-term care insurance policies, what are we looking at in terms of cost? And, and again, everybody's going to be different, but but and ballpark window may be large here, but what are what is somebody looking at? Yeah. So it depends on whether you're going to do um, sort of monthly cost. You know, it can range from you know for the 26 year old. Um, you know, her, her, uh, her life insurance plan plus long-term care is about $150 per month. And she's going to, she's going to have a total of about $250,000 in, uh, in, in life insurance that she has and, and a bucket of money from that to pull for long-term care. Uh, for someone, uh, we're looking at a, at a 57-year-old uh, this, this past weekend, um, they're, uh, they're, he, he's looking to put in a single premium. So he's going to put in, for example, $60,000 or $40,000, for example, to kind of buy an instant bucket of, of, of long-term care money, if you will, that he'll have access to and it can grow over time because very likely he may not hit the claim until he is 80 years old or 85 years old or even 95 years old like my, like my granddad was. So um, uh, really kind of all depends on what your age is and what your, you know, if you're gonna do a monthly versus sort of a single premium, and then it also depends on what your health is, because uh, the healthier you are, the cheaper these policies are going to be. Sure, and that—that's you know, I think any any insurance that that is dealing with life insurance or long-term care insurance. Uh, but but you you did bring up uh, some options there that certainly give people food for thought. That that big lump sum or the the monthly payment. So there there are definitely some options for you watching out there. So if someone is interested in purchasing long-term care insurance, what is the first step that they need to take? Yeah, so the first step is to, to reach out to, um, typically to reach out to a professional that, that, that does this on a daily basis and um, try to reach out to someone that, that has, uh, that is independent or as independent as possible, uh, which means that they are, they're not beholden to one insurance company over another. They can go out and shop the entire market for you and come back with the best plan for you, um, uh, even based on your state, for example. Yeah, and how big is that? Because it, you, you see a lot of insurance companies that, that are, they're, they're a corporate entity, right? Um, and so you, when you go with an independent broker, can you kind of break down the differences there? I, I like what you're saying that, that you're not tied down to anybody, but what exactly does that mean for the buyer? Yeah, so what that means very simply is that we, uh, I work for the client and not for the insurance company. Um, I, I, you know, we're, we, we do a lot of work for really large insurance companies. We're some, you know, one of the, the top writers of health insurance, Medicare, for example, in the Southeast, actually, uh, uh, based on volume. But we do not work for any particular insurance company. And so with that in mind, I can act as your fiduciary, essentially, versus uh, acting as someone who just wants to sell you something. That's fantastic. And, and I think news to a lot of people's ears and music to a lot of people's ears as well uh, for our viewers watching. Now, Ben, of course, final question here. If somebody wants to get in contact with you or your office, how can they do that? Well, first of all, I really appreciate being on and I uh, appreciate you uh, asking these great questions. Um, if anyone has questions uh, from us, uh, they can give me, they can, give, they can call my personal cell phone um, here at 803-509-3394 um, or they can uh, send me an email uh, feel free at any time to, to ask questions. We uh, love being able to provide this information and it's, it's really important. So that's why I really want to thank you all for, um, for asking and for providing this type of uh, platform to folks. 
Oh, absolutely. And uh, we're going to be seeing a lot of you. Our viewers will see a lot of you because as we mentioned, uh, you already got the video on uh, Medicare. We've got this video here on long-term care insurance. And we've got quite a few more videos coming down the pipeline that will talk about social security benefits, uh, that will talk about retirement and bridging the gap. There's a lot of people out there who need to bridge that gap from when their benefits start to what is the age 68 help me out here ben yeah so um from 62 uh when you're eligible typically for to take social security to age 65 when you're typically gonna you know qualify for medicare um there, there's a big gap there and um, the the affordable care act has provided a solution so really really excited to, to dig into that it's sort of a niche topic that uh we, we get excited about yeah, and this is where we leave you all hanging for more. So we have film at 11. <laughs> we'll have that video coming down the pipeline with Ben. You definitely don't want to miss it. Ben, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Melissa, thank you. Thank you. And for more information on senior living, you can head on over to www.seniorlivinglive.com. You can check out our entire video vault 24-7. As always, thank you so much for watching Senior Living Live. Have a great day, everybody.